All right, so Rowdy, um, he's like, I was going to do a Badger's faith test. Like, hey, what's your faith of this Wisconsin Badger basketball team? Rowdy's like, no, you idiot. Do it this way. How many wins will they get in the tournament? And I loved it. Thanks for correcting me, Rowdy. So, Nelly, let me ask you. I mean, you're the one that wanted to, you know, help me advance the story. How many wins are the Badgers going to get in this tournament then? Zero? Yeah, it rhymes, rhymes with hero. Um, zero. Quattro? I'm going with zero. <laughs> the bracket I the brackets <laughs> I submitted for all of the winnings. The winning. They had no Wisconsin wins. Unbelievable. Oh. But the one that you did but just the, for but fun. But the Wisconsin winner one that I fill out every year. Had six wins? Had six wins and them undefeated. Never lost. Never lost. Quite, quite the contrast. <laughs> that is. So if you do lose, obviously you so go your home. average is still zero. <laughs> so, RJ, let me I ask you, send you a video. Now, there's been a lot of years where we thought, I don't know, maybe Wisconsin's not going to get any wins and they have a nice little run. RJ, let me ask you. How many wins will Wisconsin have in this tournament? Let's go with one. Hell yeah! We're we'll take do it. One. Well, then it's not really a successful Do I hear it too? Do I hear Sold for one win for RJ. Yeah, two wins, tough. Okay, so I don't think let's look at the South region here. I don't now it has happened. Albeit one time. It has happened. But a 16 seed has beat a one seed before. I saw that. It it has happened. Do I think it's going to uh, Hartford, the 16th seed, is going to beat Baylor Bears, the one seed? Let's hope so. I really hope so, but I don't think it's going to happen. No. <laughs> that, you, can't, you can't say that for sure anymore. Yeah, you can't say that for sure. That game before, was it who, was yep. it Texas Southern that's playing Michigan? Yeah. That was the playing 16 seed to play Michigan? That game opened up at 27, but before that was <laughs> officially a game, that opened up Baylor opened up as 26 point. Favorites. So, I mean, that was, <laughs> I guess, technically now the second biggest spread of the weekend. I mean, what was UMBC? So, they had to be in the. They 20s. also played Virginia, who doesn't like to go up and down the court like. They also know, Michigan beat the hell Baylor. out of the Cavaliers. It was 74 to 54. They, like, beat the snot out of them. Yeah. Now, I think, I don't think Hartford, um, if anything's Hartford, Hartford's going to get the snot beaten out of them by the Baylor Bears. But let's say, okay, let's let's just back it up here. When's the last time that Wisconsin's had to face a number one seed in the second or in the in the next game? It was two thousand and sixteen. And what happened? 16, they won. And they won. They won. So who's to say that they, they beat can't the do it? Fortune five hundred company, Villanova? <laughs> who's <laughs> that's the John Rothstein, uh Jay Wright? John nickname. Rothstein thrives in March. He's my favorite Twitter follow. Come he's, like yeah, come March. I mean, he's an awesome one no matter come, what. Come basketball. Season, come basketball yeah. season. That dude freaking rules, dude. Jay Wright. The Fortune 500 company, Villanova. Um, so Rowdy's going zero. RJ's going one. RJ, you, so let's say Wisconsin were able to get best the the Baylor or uh, two Baylor. You're not seeing it either. Just one win. Yeah, I'm I can, not seeing it. I'm kind of. I could. Rowdy, I might convince myself to have Wisconsin advance into the after the Baylor Bears, and then they have a matchup with. Do it. You know what? I might just do it. I had to fill out a bracket for my wife yeah, uh, that's at her place, and I had an all-Final Four Big Ten. I think a lot of people do this. <laughs> I felt weird about it. I was like, "Is this should this should this, I do this? Is this doable? Can I? Can I? Should my I?" My advice on that, or can I guess you? yes, should the I? The words I would say to you for that is 
It's your money, man. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Jen's bracket was beautiful. Use it when you need it. Jen's bracket was the best because she didn't have to pay any money to be in it. Just whoever won it got 50 bucks. What? Yeah. I was like, wait. I'm like, hang on. We, I don't have to pay to be in this bracket. She goes, no. I'm like, are you sure? She goes, yeah. <laughs> Give me one. Does this and then, at work? Yeah. Oh. So I went all Final Four. I went Final Four, all Big Ten. I'm like, let's do this thing. Yeah. And then I think I had, I think I had Michigan winning it all. Mm. Not, I mean, it's not a bad. Not I mean, they're a one seed. Yeah. I felt. I always feel dirty about having all like, uh, you know, going chops Chalk. on it. Yeah. I feel dirty about it. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Not Charlie. Hey guys, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. I was thinking about you this morning, Kyle. I'm like, I have not heard from Kyle in a couple days. Kyle. Yeah, it's it's been a rough week, my friend. I had some uh, family members pass away this oh. last weekend. So. Kyle, my condolences, man, and you're in my thoughts, dude. I'm yeah, sorry rest, to hear rest, that. Rest and soul to them. Um, Kyle, so let's, yeah, let's, I, let's hope springs eternal, brother. Tell me you got Wisconsin winning tonight. I wanted to say something about Greg Gard's soundbite with uh, playing 40 minutes. Christ, this team hasn't played 40 minutes all season. How <laughs> about we start tonight in the tournament, play 40 minutes, and play 40 minutes here on out? Hey, Kyle, to your um, point, though, Greg Gard did say it doesn't matter what they've done in the past or this season. It all counts of what happens tonight. So even yeah, though they haven't played all 40 minutes in a while, they're forgetting about it. Actually, it kind of does matter what you did <laughs> up until now because it's kind of the, the, the foundation for your season. Yeah, and you're not wrong. Yeah, we, we can wash it all out and, you know, you can get a win tonight, but uh, beating Baylor I don't think is going to happen. But uh, I think they can win tonight, and I got Illinois taking it all. You got Illinois going all the way? What's your Final Four looking like? Do you got a lot of Big Ten teams in there? Yeah, I mean uh, – we're a juggernaut, man. The Big Ten is, is huge. And I, I disagree with Big Joe with the Badgers not being a good team. They are a good team. Uh, we've been a hell of a gauntlet of a season this year. And yeah. they just, they like I said, they just can't put 40 minutes together. And if they can, I, I think they can make something happen. I, Kyle, I wholeheartedly agree with you. In fact, if you go look at North Carolina's schedule, they actually have very similar um, a season like Wisconsin does, but they play in a much softer conference you know, of the ACC. Uh, I know Wisconsin did lose to Marquette, but my God, UNC got absolutely throttled by the Golden Eagles. I'm I'm going by that. I'm putting that feather in my cap. That uh, yeah, I agree, man. And the only thing that scares me about uh, about North Carolina is the fact that they got height, and that usually is our decimate, you know. Yeah, and they can. They're the best offensive rebounding team in the country, and we know how the Badgers like. It's like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde when it comes to rebounding. Two of them. Well, let Johnny Davis ball out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. Kyle, uh, you're in my thoughts, brother. Hang that hell, or hold that head up high and enjoy some uh, libations tonight when you're watching Bucky get that W, dude. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the tournament. See you, buddy. Kyle, good to hear from him. Good to hear from him. All right, boys. I asked Rowdy, and now RJ, I'm going to ask you as I uh, type this Twitter poll up, I'm going to put up. What is the most concerning stat to you? The 4 and 42 at the Mackey Arena where the Badgers are playing against North Carolina tonight? Is it Roy Williams? 29 and 0 in opening rounds. Is it the fact that uh, North Carolina is the best offensive rebounding team in the country? Yes. That that one, that the, one. or that four guys are 6'10 and taller. No, I mean cuz we've seen you could be 6'10 or taller and not be able to push anybody around, but if you're Yeah, they play for the Badgers. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 you're the number 1 rebounding team in the nation, you're creating yourself second chances. Uh, well, off, number one, offensive rebounding or total rebounding? It's uh, either or, but I mean, especially offensive, offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounds, you're creating yourself some second chances. So They're number one nationally in offensive rebounding percentage, forty-one point three. Yeah, and even though they're 
shooting at 42% from the field? I mean, or is that Wisconsin? Some there's they're two percentage point different in shooting percentage uh between the two teams and they're both really bad at, <laughs> from the field. Yeah, um, the, the biggest but, statistic for me has got to be rebounding yeah. too. It's the clear-cut one because it's the biggest weakness for the Badgers. Yeah. And it doesn't matter when you hear people say, well, North Carolina doesn't hit very many shots either. Yeah, well, the Badgers don't. The Badgers haven't shot well for most of their games either. And when it comes to grabbing rebounds, Wisconsin has been out-rebounded too. Yeah. So North Carolina is going to have a lot more second and third chance opportunities than Wisconsin will because they're going to grab those boards. And they got, what, four guys on their roster that are 6'10"? Yep. They're mm-hmm. all four- to five-star players. Yep. Yep. The Badgers currently have two guys that are 6'10"-plus that play. I think it was our well, sports director. Well, one's 6'10", director. but he plays like he's 5'10". <laughs> our sports director, Zach Heilprin, also uh, put out a tweet. I think it was a few days ago talking about how Stephen Kroll or Crowell yeah. was uh, practicing. practicing with the ones a little bit here, yep. which was a guy that, I mean, he looks like he has some ability. He looks like you, you let him grow into his body as a freshman that's seven foot, and he's a true freshman. Mm-hmm. He could be something down the line, but he's a guy that I think the most he's played in a game is about 12 minutes. Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're going to throw him in against the North Carolinas of the world when you're only letting him play about 10 to 12 minutes against the Eastern Illinois of the world. <laughs> I feel like that's a huge ask. It yeah. is. It is. It is a really big ask. And he's. And now they also mentioned that Ben Carlson will get in the mix, but they don't really know Possib- how much yeah, how much time he'll even really play if they do play him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a question mark. Those are those are two huge question marks between or behind Reavers and Potter. And then you have Joe Hedstrom's the other big on the Badgers, which he hasn't really gotten any We're playing gonna, time his whole career. You're not going to yeah. see them. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to see them. <laughs> you're just going to see it's going to be Nate Reavers on the floor. Nate Reavers will start. He'll probably play about five minutes and he'll get benched. And then it'll be Micah Potter coming in. And that, that's what it'll, it'll be interchanging between the two. Yeah. And those other stats. And I'll, I'll not, call it right not, now. No offense to Nate Reavers, but it'll be Micah Potter having the better game. Uh, the other stats I'm not too worried about because it's the players and. Like twenty nine and zero, but not twenty nine and zero with this team. I mean, this T, this North Carolina team looks very beatable. Um, they are. I mean, they've had. It's a very similar season uh, yeah. as Wisconsin. But here's the thing: Wisconsin's played much better competition. Yeah. Than North Carolina has. Wisconsin, I know they lost a bunch, come stumbling in here, and North Carolina's won a bunch coming in. But Wisconsin has played, just look at the Ken Palm rankings if you want to go advanced analytics. They're top 10. They're top 10 team, and the teams that have been losing it are all above them in the Ken Palm rankings. Yeah. And, and North Carolina's losing people that are nowhere near that. You I, look at that re- record in Mackey but still, Arena. still, you got eye test. Yeah. You look at that record in Mackey Arena, that's against one team. You're yeah. at least traveling somewhere where you know that arena. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what you're walking into. Which is an advantage. Yeah. I know they're four and forty-two at Mackey Arena, but is it, it is an advantage because they've been there a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Roy Williams being twenty-nine and zero in the first round t- means very little to me. Right? They were, were dang well, gummit, Rowdy. They were, were getting dang gummit like top four seeds. So you're going up against some pretty low competition. And we've seen Roy Williams and what he's done with basketball teams in the past. I think he's extremely overrated. All right, we're going to talk about that coming up because we're up against the break, and I got three guys, three people on hold right now. So 608 321 Let's go to it. I'm going to go line one just because it's going in order here. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Who's this? 
Oh, hey, this is Stokes. What's up, Evo? Hey, Stokey! What's up, Stokes? <laughs> What's happening, brother? Hey, man, not a whole lot. Uh, I, I had to call today. I, I, I need, um, well, first of all, I want to say hi to you, RJ, and, and, and Nelly. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. We're living the dream, like always. Living the dream. Good, man. I just wanted to call, say hi, and I need your take on one thing here. So I'm going to take this back to, like, middle school days right now, all right? <laughs> So, Nelly was always the guy who had the bracket, right? And it was awesome. We all had so much fun with it. He did it through his dad's work. Uh, You printed it out. You wrote it in. He's the bracket man. He's the bracket man. And and as time goes on, you know, we've got new ways to do brackets. Like, you know, you you can put it online. They score it for you. Well, we are 26 years old, and Nelly still has the brackets where you have to write it in and hand it to him and give him the five bucks. I just think that. Guess, I just think that's amazing. Stokes, can you hear this? Can you hear this? <laughs> I can. Do you hear that? Yeah, yeah. This is the bracket Nelly gave me. I have it in my hand right now. I gotta turn it in before eleven o'clock today. I so love do I, it. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take a scan and email it to him. I, 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 can't, I can't get over to him. Scan so. it and email it to him. Love it, dude. Stokes, you got the badges winning tonight, brother. Absolutely, you got it, my man. Uh, Stokes, you any words it. of encouragement for uh, Nelly, RJ, or I, or the Badgers? Dude, I don't know. Just freaking make your shots, man. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they we'll take shot, it. We'll take that. When have they shot the ball well this year? Has there been a game? The second, thirty minutes in the Iowa game, a little thirty minute stretch. Louisville. Oh my God, the Iowa. Have you guys, you know, recently on Twitter, have you seen Jordan Bohannon on Twitter? Oh, he is. Uh, he is unhinged, dude. He is oh unhinged. Oh my God. He is a loser. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Stokes, always a pleasure, buddy. Have a good Friday. Uh, you too, man. See, see you, man. Later. See ya. All right, let's go. Let's see here. Let's go to line three. Yeah, welcome to the show. Who's this? Hello. Hey, this is John from Edgerton. Hey, John from Edgerton. What's up, man? Hey, I'm a Badger fan, but I think the, the biggest stat of this game tonight is going to be the rebounding. I, I I personally think this game is going to be an absolute mess. <laughs> uh, you got you got to remember that Potter and Reavers did not record one single rebound against oh. Michigan. Not one. John. And you're going up against the best offensive rebounding team in the uh, nation. Oh. I think what's going to be happening is Badger Nation, with 10 minutes left in the game, is going to be scrolling Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> John, I try to forget that game when they had no rebounds. That was atrocious, dude. I'm thinking a double-digit loss. I think it's going to be at least 14 Ooh. to 16. John, are you going to have to be drowning your sorrows in some like brandy old fashions or what, dude? Well, you know, I'll have some Captain Morgan, but uh, I'm going into this with uh, the expectation that this is going to be a an ass whooping. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll mark you down for zero wins, then, John. Who do you got winning it all? Do you got a team out of the Big Ten doing it? Uh, you know, actually, I'm leaning towards Illinois, but overall, right. I don't care. Yeah. Well, John, um, I hope I hope that uh, the Badgers prove us wrong tonight, then, and we have something to cheer for for the next game. All right, brother. Yeah, but when you're scrolling Netflix tonight, you'll be thinking about this phone call. <laughs> you're right, I will. Thanks, John. Have a good one, man. See ya. Wow, look at that. And I, I do need a new Netflix or Hulu show. That's what I should ask Johnny. I'd have, I, I'm like I'm like stuck on rewatching King of the Hill on Hulu, which is fine. It's a great show. But Rowdy, we got Stokes coming in, huh? We got John from Edgerton. Like, I love that side of Wisconsin. Let's go. All right, one more call before we hit break. Welcome to the show. Who's this? It's Ron. <laughs> hey, Ron. What's up, brother? Hey, Say so, uh, shoot a decent percent, like 45, 47% tonight, and at least keep it close to even on the board. So they, yeah. they got a good chance. So, Ron, I like it. They do got a good chance. Are you going to be yeah. watching at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, I'll be down on Regent Street at Lucky's. Oh, yeah, you're down there now, ain't you? Yeah. 
Uh, all right, Ron. What what's the what's the go to meal at Lucky's? What's the drink of choice? You still Jim Beam, a little Coke? Yeah, Jim Beam, Coke. Uh, I think. Uh, Going burger? What are we doing? Either burger or wings tonight. Yeah, so. my man. Well, Ron. Um, so how many how many games you got Wisconsin winning in the tournament? Do you have one or zero, one, two, or three plus? Uh, North Carolina is nothing special. I, I still think they can win this game tonight. I'm so right there get, with you. Like, uh, but uh, if they win this game and, and then they win got the Baylor next, after that, yeah, then the next game gets tricky. They'd have to play Baylor. <laughs> you know, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> you know. But, well, Ron, here we'll do it one game at a time. Now, hopefully, as uh, John from Edgerton said, we're not scrolling through Hulu or uh, Netflix, which Rivero could be. But hopefully hey, uh, we're watching the Badgers get her done. I, I, I think, though, uh, I, I like Illinois, but uh, it's, it's Gonzaga's tournament to lose. RJ and Nelly, you guys both really have an affection towards Roy Williams, the sharp-dressed man on the uh, sideline there for North Carolina, dang gummit. Uh, RJ, we'll start with you. Why do you love Roy Williams so much? Because he's a horrible coach. <laughs> <laughs> Dive in. Do tell. I mean, the guy can recruit. I can't take that away from him, but do you think it's residuals off like Michael Jordan? I, and he wasn't even the head coach. I know, but him wearing the the North Carolina, yeah, you blue. know, he like people are still he's still clamoring on that national championship from Kansas, where you know what, when your team's full of five star recruits, you don't need to coach to really have that be the the win, yeah. you know. Uh, He's still hold, hold, hanging his hat on uh, a, a national championship from what seven years ago now. I have to go Google it. Yeah, the last the last North Carolina national More championship was 2016-17. Yeah, so I mean, you're looking. He. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. For for <laughs> so many great coaches out there, and for so little of national championships that they have. Like he and Let's Coach see. Calipari, both great recruiters, but there's no way you, a team should go 38 and one and lose to Wisconsin. <laughs> Sorry, that that Don't team apologize. had no business losing to Wisconsin, but they did because Coach Calipari is not a good coach. He just gets the good talent. Bring is in the one and dones. If you're good enough to really help the team. Uh, but you're not sure about the NBA, he asks you to stay a year. If you're not, you get pushed out and are told, no, you're good enough, go ahead. So Roy Williams started in 2003 with the Tar Heels. Uh, since then, let's see here, national championships in 2005, 2009, and 2017, and runner-up in 2016. Final fours for Roy himself, 2005, 2008, 2009, 2016, 2017. Well, the thing with Roy Williams for me is kind, of, huge team. is kind yeah. of what RJ said. I mean, look at what he what he's done. He went to North Carolina and played some basketball. He became an assistant under Dean Smith, who's probably on the Mount Rushmore of all-time college coaches. Yep. And what are his two head coaching jobs that he's ever had in Division One basketball? It's Kansas. It's North Carolina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since 1988. <laughs> and you took over, over, 30 you took years. over Kansas from uh, Brown. Why am I... Oh, I mean, I mean, listen. Those are blue bloods. Those are yeah. names. For thirty-two seasons, you've now coached Kansas, 
in North Carolina. Teams that were already blue bloods and recruiting the best players in the country before you got there. Teams that had multiple national championships before you got there. All you did was continue to cr- recruit well, like you said. Mm-hmm. Continue to have success when you when you had all the all the recruits and when you had a lot of NBA talent on your team. You won it in those seasons. And then you kind of have like the backhanded uh, comments and, and and compliments to the Badgers in the past. Yeah, right. so those are annoying. Where it's like, okay, they the way that they play, it's a slow, methodical, it brings basketball back in decades. Or this isn't real basketball. Why? Because they don't get the best players like you do? What kind of right. basketball would North Carolina be playing if there was no Dean Smith? Right. Yeah. What, what kind of basketball would Kansas be playing if it wasn't for all the coaches, I don't know, the 30, 40 plus years before you even got to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Like, I never, is there like a blueprint that everyone's supposed to follow to play the game of basketball? Like, I thought yeah. you could have different styles. Nope. I thought you could have different, you know, techniques and philosophies and plays, but Roy Williams out there. If, I mean, I would go out Dang, on a limb right now and say if us three were co head coaches at Kansas and or North Carolina for the last 35 years. I bet we could have a national championship. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that. I will third that, yes. I mean, you look at the years uh, where there was some downs in his recruiting cycles, and the first thing he does is throw the kids under the bus. Oh, yeah. It, it's not – It's I've tried my darndest. Dang gummit. You're going to throw a dang gummit Dang gummit to, to coach these guys up. <laughs> there's, there's just some players you can't get to. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, because that's that's a great sign of a coach. I thought you were a leader of of all men. You don't not you, some. There, there's you don't just give up on a kid or a group of kids because they're not winning. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's one who does that right away. Uh, he's, yeah, <laughs> he I and Calipari have both done it. Well, I think they get kind of like spoiled in a sense because they get all those big time recruits and they think well well we're gonna it's our name we're gonna yeah. go all the way to the championship and win it no problem and then they get a leg on their face and they're like oh dang gum it yep. and look at the years that he's won the national titles he's had a ton of nba talent on every single one of yeah. those teams yeah. it's not like he took a a wisconsin team that had a couple guys play in the nba one that's actually had a, a career that's of any yeah. length. We'll talk about that coming up. I want to revisit that time when it was, uh, you know, Sean May, Raymond Felton, you know, McCants, all those guys, because that was a hell of a game. Wisconsin pushed them to the limit. So we were just diving. The research department was diving through um, of a lot of rosters of Roy Williams, dang gummit. And we were uh, first started the 2005 team when Wisconsin met them in the, uh, what was that? The Syracuse Elite Regional Re- Elite Eight. And it was, uh, fortunately, Wisconsin came up snake eyes, 88 to 82. It was a game where Badgers should have won. Um, let's see here. My guy, uh, Infofrost on Twitch says, remember when Chris Rock and the Polar Bear should have beat UNC? Like, hell yeah. Uh, I remember being so mad that they did not win. And um, that's the game where it all started for me where my like despise, I just started to despise North Carolina. Because that was loaded with NBA talent, and Wisconsin should have won. Yeah, like some of the like Raymond Felton, like that that '05 team. All those guys went on to NBA careers. Yeah, they had even the bench guys. Sean May, that was the big man down low. Rashad McCants, uh, Jawad Williams, Raymond Felton, Marvin Williams, David Noel. 
Those all those guys played in the NBA. You look at some of the talent that they had on that team. Sean May coming out of high school is the ninth ranked best player in the country. Rashad McCants was fourth. <laughs> Jawad Williams was eleventh. Raymond Felton was third. Marvin Williams seventh. Jackie Manuel twenty fifth. Melvin Scott thirty seventh. Rayshon Terry, 60th. Quentin Thomas, 55. Wow. That's four guys in the top 10. That's five guys in the top 11 yeah. coming out of their high school class. Well, Wisconsin had what? Orlando uh, Tucker, uh, did, the, did the Suns draft him? after? I think he went to the yeah. Suns. And then uh, Greg Stiesma went to the, I think it was a free agent, went to Celtics. Celtics. And I think the Celtics. So they had two... Two, I guess. So they had two NBA players, but yet all of a sudden you look at North Carolina's roster and they had six NBA players. And then on top of that, they had nine guys coming out of high school in the top 100. (laughs) Wisconsin was probably lucky if they had two in the top 100. It's probably one. So, and then you did a more, you know, deeper dive into the roster rowdy. And we were kind of like poking fun at Roy Williams, like not the greatest of coach, but he just gets the talent. Well, yeah, we just talked about the, the Oh four Oh five team that won the national title. They beat the Badgers. There was a lot of uh, questionable calls down the stretch. You look at the Oh eight Oh nine roster that won a national title. You had Tyler Hansborough. Psycho T. He was an NBA player. Wayne Ellington, NBA player. Ty Lawson, NBA player. Danny Green, NBA player. Ed Davis, NBA player. Larry Drew, NBA player. Tyler Zeller, NBA player. And then you look at some of the uh, recruits coming out of the country. Hansborough was fourth. Ellington, eighth. Ty Lawson, fifth. Danny Green, 15. Deion Thompson, 43. Jesus. Ed Davis, ninth. Bobby Frazier, 31. <laughs> William Graves, 79. Larry Drew, 44. Tyler Zeller, 18th. And Marcus Ginyard, 29th. Marcus Ginyard. That's just insane amount of talent right there. That's that's four guys in the top 10 again. That's that's six guys in the top 20. Mm-hmm. The the whole team, that's 11 guys in the top 100 on that team. It's pretty pretty yeah. wild of the talent that Roy Williams gets to come to North Carolina. And then we'll just to finish it up since we'll we'll have to go through his his three teams that he's won national titles with at North <laughs> North Carolina just because it truly is amazing how great of recruits that North Carolina really does get. You look at that final team that won the uh the whole thing in 2016 and 17. Justin Jackson is in, in the NBA. Isaiah Hicks is in the NBA. Tony Bradley was in the NBA. And Theo Pinson was in the NBA. That was probably his least talented NBA-wise roster. But here, here's his top 100. How many guys whose name in the NBA for that team, though? Three, I mean, four, that's still four. four. And then you look at the other guys that were ranked in the top 100 coming out of high school. Justin Jackson, 9. Joel Berry, 25th. Kennedy Meeks, he was the big body down low, 56. Isaiah Hicks, 14. Tony Bradley, 19. Nate Britt, 93rd. Kenny Williams, 90th. Theo Pinson, 15. Brandon Robinson, 65. And 7th Woods, 40. Yeah. That's still God. another 9 and, or 10 guys right. in the top 100. And that championship God. team is the first one you mentioned that had guys ranked in the 90s in it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you just go through those three years, and you have a minimum of nine guys on those rosters that have top 100 coming out of high school and a minimum four NBA players. It's anywhere from four to eight NBA players on those teams. Yeah. Look at Wisconsin. We talked about now the, read the best, Wisconsin roster. The best NBA Wisconsin are. team we've ever seen. 
ever. 2014 and 15, you have Frank, Frank Kaminsky, Kaminsky who played in the NBA. Role player. Sam Decker, who had a, a short yeah short career in the NBA and couldn't stay healthy. Where is he now, Russia? You had Duye Dukin, who played very sparingly with the Kings in the NBA. You're thinking like a 10-day contract. You had um, Bronson Koenig got a, a little two-way a, contract. A, yeah, a young Bronson Koenig that had a two-way contract and a young Nigel Hayes that's had a two-way contract. That's it. That's it. And that was the best team we've ever seen for Wisconsin. Exactly. Right? These are just normal North Carolina yeah, rosters that happen to win the title. Year in and year out for North Carolina, dang gumma. We're going to lose three to four NBA talents every single year. If us three were able to coach Kansas and North Carolina the past 35 years, I think we could find slip and fall into one natty title. I think, yeah, I think you're on to something, yeah. Rowdy. It's time we start our own school then. Score the John phones Kyle really Byer, quick. He's done it. <laughs> Our sports director, Zach Heilprin, the uh, ray of sunshine in my dark and dreary life. Zach, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. I'm fantastic. How about you? Uh, well, it's just me in the studio right now, so I'm doing great. Rowdy was eating that cinnamon roll I was talking about off air, and he's, he had it all over his beard. It looked like a big mess, so he ran away to go uh, to get a napkin. So it's just, just you and I right now. It feels special, doesn't it? It does. What kind of a mess did it look like? Uh, a big old mess. A big old mess. Yeah, I mean, use your imagination of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, uh, cinnamon roll frosting all over his beard. It was very, very, very strange. All right, Zach. Mm-hmm. All right, hopefully not um, – well, Rowdy didn't have egg on his face, but hopefully there's not egg on my face. I'm saying Wisconsin. I'm advancing them. I've only filled out one so far in my bracket, and I have advanced Wisconsin over North Carolina, the Tar Heels. Zach, I uh, was asking this question, and I'm going to ask you this because you know a lot more than I when it comes to Wisconsin because you are just on the pulse, right? You are Mr. Wisconsin Basketball. Hell, go check out The Swing, a Wisconsin basketball podcast with uh, Jesse Temple. What's the concerning, the most concerning stat, Zach? Is it the fact that uh, Roy Williams is 29-0 all-time in the first round? Is it the fact that there's four guys 6'10 or taller on North Carolina's roster? Is it the fact that they're the best offensive rebounding team in the country? Or is it the fact that the Badgers are 4-42 and at the Mackey Arena? Which is the most concerning? Well, let's dissect all of those. No. Um, well, they, let's do it. We have time. We do. That's fine. You want to do that? Yeah, let's, okay, Zach, let's, just, let's just break it down at the end. We'll save your answer what's the most concerning. Let's start right away. Roy Williams, 29-0 and 0 in opening That's round. Mean, what do you think about yeah, that? Not, not concerned at all. I believe two of those, I believe this will be the third time he's faced a double digit, or a single-digit seat. So every one of those other ones have been when they've been a uh, one, two, three, four seed. Like he, this is a rarity that North Carolina is this far down in the tournament. You know, so uh, that one is irrelevant. Throw mind. it out. Throw it out. All right, uh, done. Thrown out. It's gone. Uh, the next one, the number one. No, no, no. Four guys six ten or higher, which also could probably come into play with the offensive rebounding. Number one. How about the six ten or taller four guys on that North Carolina roster? It's significant because Wisconsin only has two guys that they play that can match that, right? Uh, Nate Reavers and Michael Potter are the only two guys that are in that range. And um, now we'll see. Stephen Crawl, we saw some pictures from practice. He was running with the top group at times in terms of the rotation. The seven-foot uh, freshman out of Minnesota has not – he's played like – I think he's like 33 minutes all year, so I don't expect him to play a ton, but mm-hmm. I think in case they get in foul trouble, we could see him. And 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 I don't think we'll see uh, Ben Carlson, but he is back practicing on a full basis. He hasn't played since December. He was a guy that was playing, you know, not high minutes, but was expected to, you know, be a contributor. Especially with the struggles they've had on the glass, probably would have gotten a lot of playing time at times this year. Uh, he's back practicing. I don't expect to see him tonight, but. Stephen Crowell, I think we could. Okay, so there, uh, so there's an extra body in there to bang with the big well, that, boys. 
Oh, and that, and that largely because I think we could see Michael Potter and Nate Rivers play at the same time together because North whoa, Carolina whoa, whoa, whoa. played because they played two bigs. They played two bigs the entire game. So okay, uh, this has been something that's perplexed Badger fans for a long time: is why doesn't Micah Potter and Nate Rivers play in the court at the same time? It's just it's just matchup stuff, y'all. It is no, it definitely is. Most teams do not have two bigs on the floor at the same time. Like most teams, four their power forward is not another six ten, six eleven guy. So Wisconsin hasn't been able to do that a ton. They did it at the beginning of the year. And it was kind of like uh, it was kind of what everyone wanted last year, but it just it doesn't work uh, for all the time in college basketball. But in a game like this, it could. Okay. Okay. So then I guess you know I think this kind of correlates to the you know the number one offensive re- rebounding team in the country that North Carolina is. But is that a very concerning stat? Because it's definitely concerning to me because you know uh, you need to rebound the ball. So Wisconsin yeah. struggles with that at times. Obviously, North Carolina is the best team in the country. How concerning is that stat? Not to spoil anything for the <clears throat> for the fourth one, uh, which is the four and forty-two. But this is the stat. This is the stat that has to worry everybody for Wisconsin because they have struggled at times. The defensive rebound we saw it against Iowa. The only reason Iowa won that game, the Big Ten tournament, was because of their defensive rebound. And obviously, and the Wisconsin only made one shot in the last nine twenty. But uh, you know, they they got back into that game and were able to stay in that game despite shooting horribly because they got a bunch of offensive rebounds and. That's what North Carolina does better than anybody. Uh, they are not a good shooting team. They're shooting 31% from three for the season. Apparently, uh, that is not good, obviously. Uh, but they, they do rebound as well as anybody. They rebound better than anybody else in the country when those misses happen. Um, now there's apparently been a lot of misses uh, to go and get. But percentage-wise, they get more. I think they get like 43%. Uh, they're 40, they're, they're, I think what is their uh, rebound percentage? It's, it's really high. When, on the offensive end, that has to be the stat that's good. It's for uh, for North Carolina. It's forty forty one point three percent. Yeah, so not ideal. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so then I mean, you already alluded to it. I knew that was going to be the concerning one. Um, the other one, the four and forty two at Mackey Arena. Now that is against Purdue, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. is per- that is that though a positive though? Not the the record against Purdue, but the fact that they're familiar with Mackey Arena more than you know North Carolina would be. Yeah, Michael Potter thinks it's a slight advantage um, because they have played there. Now, he's actually got to win there. He played, when he played for Ohio State, they won at Mac Arena, so he's the only one on the team that does uh, actually have a win there, I guess. Uh, but I, I don't think it's like I don't think it's a huge thing. It, it's nice that you've spent some time there. You've, you've shot there before and all that, but it's, it's not like you've played overly well there, um, though the offense did certainly um, – I think that was the game that it kind of started turning around in terms of getting some open shots and – uh, they've hit those open shots the last three games, except for certain stretches late in games. Um, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a. I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal one way or the other. Gotcha. All right, Zach Halpern, our sports director, joining us right now. My my little rainbow, my ray of sunshine, and my my dark and dreary life. All right, Zach. So speaking of being dark and dreary, we've uh, had a lot of people calling in today, saying you know we had uh, what John and Edgerton called in, and he said, I think a little after halftime, uh, Badger Nation is going to be searching Netflix or Hulu, trying to find a new series to start because Wisconsin is going to be getting throttled. So I need some positives for the Badgers in a season mm-hmm. or in a last half of a season where there's not been many positives. What's mm-hmm. wh- what can I hang my hat? Well, actually, I'm wearing a visor today, Zach. It says F them. Bucky. It says the full F word, though. I can't say it. Oh, yeah. And it's got uh, Bucky Badger flicking people off. So I'm feeling myself. Wear that on Twitch? Yes, I am. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's a beautiful visor. It's from the 70s. It's great. But I need I need like a some something positive. I need to say like something to hang my visor on. Mm -hmm. I got something for you. I'm listening. 
last three games, Wisconsin shooting 43% from three. Mm. That'll get it done in most situations, unless you're playing Iowa. Um, <laughs> and, or, and you don't make it, you only make one of those shots uh, in the last nine minutes of a game. Um, but that's, that ha- that's a great sign. That's what they did in the last, you know, the, the eight game stretch to end last year. They shot over 40% uh, over that stretch. They're shooting over 40% these last three games against, uh, you know, Iowa, Penn State, Iowa. That's a very, in my mind, a very good, good sign. And if they hit over 40% tonight, I think they got a very, very good chance of winning. Because North Carolina is very similar to Wisconsin, right? I mean, they, they both North Carolina struggles mm. to shoot the ball at times too, correct? I mean, obviously. I mean, they, they get more right, rebounds, yes, but like thirty, like thirty-one percent for a season. Wisconsin's right around thirty-five or thirty-six. Okay, so it's it's a pretty significant difference. Obviously, we what we've seen from Wisconsin before these last three games, you know, they were uh, I maybe even. Uh, throw a game or two of these in there i think it was right around 31 percent from three uh over this last 14 over these last couple of months but for the season wisconsin's a better shooting team than north carolina um north carolina's playing better basketball than wisconsin is right now i mean they've won four of six and uh they they are um now similar schedule that, though right like ups and right, downs right. yeah yeah how much of that is, they there were times this year that no one thought they were going to make the tournament yeah. so like they, they did start playing better ball towards the end of the season now how much of that was the, the competition. The Big Ten is better than the ACC. That's pretty much the only thing we know about the Big Ten is because they beat them in the ACC Challenge um, in terms of the non-conference schedule. We don't know how good the Big Ten actually is. Uh, last night was not a great... Oof, Michigan um, State. Not a, not, a, not a great thing for the Big Ten. Uh, and maybe the, the first crack and, and maybe the lack of non-conference and what we saw from them in the non-conference. But uh, Wisconsin, the teams Wisconsin played they're all on the one and two line uh, these last few weeks. So, all, I mean, outside of Purdue, um, they're all on the one or two line. Um, and you so know, we'll see. Similar, I mean, Iowa beat North Carolina by 13 in early December. I know Marquette throttled North Carolina, and Marquette also beat Wisconsin. You know, Iowa obviously beat Wisconsin. I mean, um, I'm trying to see, like, UNC beat Louisville, throttled them. Wisconsin throttled Louisville. You know, there's some similarities. I know it was different with the the Louisville game just because I think by the time UNC played them, they had their players back from Rona. But very yeah. similar schedule. I mean, with the ups and downs. But yeah. Big Ten's battle tested. ACC, I can, I call it ACC soft. But we'll see. I guess what happens come six ten tonight. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we will. All right. Again, I, yeah. I, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. We, don't we can know only we can only opine away so much, right? And and uh, and but guess. We don't know which Wisconsin is going to show up. Like if they're going to if they're going to show up and shoot forty percent from three, and and battle their butts off, and I just anybody trust them down the stretch? Like I, they could be, they uh, if they're up five with five minutes to go. Do you believe they're going to win that game? Um, if, if you know what I mean, like I, it's hard to it's hard to believe in it considering we what we've seen the last two games, especially late, and those have been struggles that we've seen in large parts these last last two months. Yeah, I was going to say Zach. You trust Wisconsin probably about as much as you trust a fart after day drinking. Yeah, some Taco sure. Bell. Mm-hmm. It's you just can't do it this year. No. Nope. Well, Zach, I have I've advanced Wisconsin already in my bracket. How about you? You got them. Sweet sixteen. You got them. Well, I stole your Twitter poll you did earlier this week. How many wins will Wisconsin get in the tournament? I voted. I voted two. Actually, I said they're going to beat the Baylor Bears too. But I'm living in I, a dream world right now. I got a visor on Zach that says "F him, Bucky." I have to do that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did you watch that Drake game? I did. Didn't that feel like March Madness? Didn't feel like it's here, baby? Oh, and, 
And guess who was on the call? Bo Borowski. Bo Borowski. <laughs> hook and hold just right away. Till, he called the hook and hold like right away. Up tonight. Just wait till oh, is he reffing the Wisconsin game? We don't know yet. I hope uh, so. But he but he, he was at Mackey Arena last night. Yes, he was. So. Sweet God. Oh, boy. Zach, we uh, love you immensely here, and we appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Love you guys. Oh, see you, buddy. There he is, Zach Halpern, our sports director. Much love to that cat. We go to our gambler to the stars, Raphael in the desert of Las Vegas. In fact, he is, uh, Raphael, you are in like extreme, like triple, quadruple duty today. Aren't you in like the ESPN studios right now? Oh, hang on. I gotta, I gotta hit the right button. Sorry, buddy. Aren't you in some studios right now, Raph? Yeah, I'm up, up in the ESPN uh, studios right now doing a whole bunch of airtime. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, it's March. So I, I got like three hours of media before the first game tips. And uh, after that, it's pretty much all madness. So, yeah, it is madness, Raphael, when it comes to the basketball. But it's been madness for you. Tell us, I love like getting, uh, you know, pulling the curtain a little back a little bit and seeing what it all takes. Because I saw that there's a record going to be broken, like $8.5 billion are going to be spent all, you know, with mobile betting and in-person betting and you name it. What is it like as a line setter, a, prof- a professional at this? What is it like during this time getting ready for March Madness? It's a, it's a little stressful moving numbers, watching all the money come in on futures. I mean, all the profits to be put up. Uh, the game itself, like today, numbers are going crazy with uh, Winthorpe and Nova total. It's already moved six points. Colgate money coming in. Cleveland State Vikings money coming in. So, uh, Rutgers money coming in, so it's like I said, it's just a, a one. It's just a nonstop looking at your screen, trying to uh, balance it off. And luckily, we got a, a, a nice practice. When I tell people the election probably prepared me for March Madness <laughs> and the upcoming football season, as the amount of money that was coming in on everything that we had. So How this much- is kind of a. Uh, a nice recess of, my, of me. How much? How much money do you think is like gonna like float around? You know what? I don't know about records being broke. I mean, because we're still in a pandemic. Uh, people, especially here in Vegas, people are still not going to travel. We're going to see some parties, but not like how we've seen before uh, the pandemic. So I think that the excitement is here. People are going to wager, but I, I, I'm really going to skeptic on uh, records being broken because last time I checked. I wanted to get a cheeseburger. I still need to wear a mask. Uh, <laughs> maybe then I'm reading here records breaking because of mobile mobile uh, betting when it comes to the states that are legal, unlike Wisconsin, which is not unfreaking believable, dude. But Raphael, we're still going to gamble anyway. So Raph, let's dive right in, brother. Uh, I'm most curious right now. Rowdy's got a list of uh, of uh, what he's been picking all week, but I'm really curious right now what the the eyes of Vegas sees with the Wisconsin Badgers going against the North Carolina Tar Heels. As I see right now, I think it opened at two. I see right. Now the Tar Heels favored by a point and a half. What are you seeing in this one, dude? And how do you set yeah, it with like the likes of the Big Ten being so good in the ACC down? Uh, tempo is how we set a this number, and this and I tell people there's normally a, a good small handful of games. If I tell people during March Madness, just stay away, and this is one of them because if if Wisconsin controls the tempo, plays half court, then they easily win this game. Uh, but if UNC uh, uh, keeps up a fast-paced scoring tempo, I'm sorry, Wisconsin, I don't think we'll be able to go toe-to-toe with mm. the offense of, Nor- uh, of North Carolina. So this one's all about tempo. I think Wisconsin carries the tempo on this one, keeps it a kind of a half-court game, and I think they squeeze out a victory. <laughs> My man, Raphael. All right, Rowdy, you got a little list in your hand right there. Let's ask the man, the myth, the legend himself. Yeah, the first game that we uh, bet on this week for the – Round of 64 with Syracuse at plus three. So what are your thoughts on Syracuse? 
Don't like Syracuse. They're horrible on the road <laughs> against the Dome. Uh, and San Diego State comes in a well, I think what, 16-game winning streak or something outrageous. And, again, no, everyone disrespects the West Coast. And San Diego State, they've been here before. They've won here before. Uh, I, I like the Aztecs because not only – uh, do they always play great team defense? But they have offense this year. They're averaging close to around 70-plus points a game. So, uh, I'm sorry. I like uh, I like San Diego State. Another disrespect for the West Coast. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Rowdy. What's the next one? You All right. The second one that we took for this weekend was Missouri plus one. I, I, I'll agree with you on that one. I don't like the way Oklahoma is coming into this game. They do have some COVID issues, so I, I like Mizzou. And if this is a high-paced uh, tempo, I like Mizzou. they got a lot of scoring options, and they're, and they're a little bit bigger team, so if they can control the boards, I think M-I-Z-Z-O-U uh, carries on to the next round. You got another one, Rowdy? Yeah, and then the final one we we took this morning was some Abilene Christian plus nine against Texas. Whenever I think of Texas in the tournament, I think of disappointment. Uh, if this was bald uh, head coach, then I would say, yes, fade Albany. But I like his full hair of hair because uh, of the pandemic. I think Texas is one of those sneaky teams that we can maybe see in the sneaky, final four. Sneaky. So I don't like Abilene Christian. I like a, a Texas uh, hook em board tonight. You gonna hook him? Hook him, Raphael. Hook him. I'm gonna hook him. Uh, Raph, uh, you've been sending me all kinds of like uh, interesting futures prop bets. What's uh, some that you really like that are sticking out for you in these uh, the couple emails you sent me here? I'm trying to pull them up right I, now. I love the head-to-head matchups. We put up who's going to have more uh, wins. Uh, I like USC. Uh, I mean, I like UCLA over USC. UCLA now has one win because they won last night. So uh, that was a good plus for me Uh, on that one, getting plus money. I like uh, uh, LSU over – I mean, Alabama over LSU. Let's face it, Alabama beats LSU in every sport, including football, basketball, tennis, croquet, chess. Uh, So give me Alabama. Uh, over that one. And I think uh, <laughs> if you want plus money, plus I think it's 250 or over under how many number one seeds make it to the final four, go under one and a half. I think only one number one team uh, really? goes into the final four. Really? Raph, um, I know during this time that you're really busy and you know your wife is worrying about you and you probably don't see much family. I looked at your more NCAA tournament props. I don't know if my guy Raphael's missing his wife a lot because in the last bet here... <laughs> <laughs> it says who I know will, exactly what you're gonna say. Says who will go down and go down's all capitalized. Who will go down first in the tournament? And you have Oral Roberts at minus one forty or Moorhead State at plus one hundred. Was my man Raphael missing his wife over that? Uh, a little. I mean, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the bosses love that uh, profit. That was a little bit uh, a little dirty, a dirty, a little dirty on the mind, Raphael. I, I, I was trying to find a way how I could put the Oregon Beavers into that prop bet, but I just left it around. Oh, that's too funny. And, Raph, before I let you go, we appreciate your time. I know you're a busy bee, so we're glad that you could uh, you know, carve out a little time to join us here because we love having you on Fridays. Uh, who does you, Raphael, personally have going and winning it all in the Big Ten tournament? Or Big Ten tournament, I, in the NCAA tournament? I have never filled out a complete bracket in probably 20-plus years. Can you legally Can you do that with Vegas? Uh, or is it frowned I mean, upon? It's frowned upon, but it's, it's just for me, it just messes up my mindset. But I, I'm hoping for a Gonzaga Illinois final. Uh, I think the Zags finally cut down the nets. But if Wisconsin beats North Carolina, <gasps> which I think they do, I think they're the ones that uh, upset the number one team. I think they beat Baylor. So, uh, that's right. gonna, I had it, Raph. I did that too. Yes. 
that's uh, that's my first number one going down would be Baylor against Wisconsin uh, if that's true, Coach. But I think the Zags, they're just too tough of a team, and I was so impressed on how they came back from a double-digit halftime, uh, uh, double-digit loss to BYU at halftime, and they come back and win by double digits. Uh, that was impressive. Uh, Gonzaga cuts down the net. Uh, Raph, you're going to be jumping on another station here? You're going to be uh, lighting up the airwaves in Vegas now? Uh, I'll be jumping on the airwaves with you guys, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, uh, Vegas twice. Uh, yeah, it's just all over. A couple podcasts. I mean, well, here's I have what... to go kiss babies at a kindergarten after this. <clears throat> Shake some hands, too. Excuse me. Yeah. Raph, what I want you to do, though, is drink some water. Uh, try to do it without fluoride, and then eat some vegetables, okay? And I want you to get some nutrients in you because I know this is a crazy time for you, all right? I got two cups of coffee next to me and uh, and an espresso machine that's actually in the room next to me. So um, that's what's my breakfast, lunch, and probably dinner. Well, today. go eat an apple or something. I need, we need some nutrients in you, all right? We, get, we need to keep you upstanding <laughs> when this tournament's over, all right? <laughs> uh, definitely. Raph, well, good luck, man, and don't lose your mind too much. And uh, good luck on that Oral Roberts or more head State, all right, brother? Anytime, guys. You guys have a fantastic weekend. <laughs> go Badgers. And uh, they beat Baylor. Let's go. Yeah, hell yeah, Raphael. Thanks, buddy. We'll uh, check. Oh, if we want to check out all your stuff, how can we do so before I let you go? Find me on Twitter at BSI Doc Sports. Find me over at DocSports.com, mybookie.ag, and Instagram at Raphael Esparza. And hopefully we don't find you on the floor when the tournament's over, Raph. All right, see you, buddy. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. <laughs> see you, man. There he is, Raphael. Now, the reason why Rowdy brought up all those things is you guys have the same – championship game, but he's going to Zags. You're going to Illinois. Every time you and Raphael or you ask him questions, you guys uh, always are different on the bets, and that's why you ask him those questions, right? And he disagreed with you on Texas? Yeah, he disagreed with me on Texas, and he disagreed with me on the uh, The Syracuse. Yep, and then uh, obviously you guys, and he disagreed with you on the championship, the winner, because you're going Yeah, I had Gonzaga and Illinois with Illinois winning it. So there you go. Wow. (laughs) 